You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Beatrice Bakery. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sometimes you have to celebrate the greatest worst movie ever. That is the greatest worst movie ever. What's your favorite, like, bad movie? Just, like, if you're going to watch a movie that <sighs> most people hate or you know that it's really stupid, but you love it anyway. Mm. I mean, it's like my favorite movie of all time, and I still don't think it's a bad movie. Tropic Thunder. So bad. It's so I don't think it's a bad movie. It's awful, I think but, it's a good it's, movie. but entirely watchable. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. It's awful. It's my favorite movie of all time. It's awful, but it is it, like... <laughs> It's just watchable. It's just hilarious. I can quote like the whole thing. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I watched it so many times. Uh, Nebraska baseball has received a preseason top 25 ranking in Baseball America's preseason poll. Huskers coming off a regular Big Ten title and their first regional appearance since 2007 after going 34 and 14 uh, in 2021. Nebraska is the lone big team in the top 25. Uh, the Huskers will ranked at number 20 in the preseason poll. Cool. So, so there's that. It's not the Rose Bowl. No, it's not. Not the Rose Bowl. But, it but is. you would think a team that made a Super Regional would be in the top 25 the coming season. Yeah. Yeah. You think. You would. I, you would I mean, I don't know. Uh, some of the players were saying, yeah, they, felt, they said they understood it because, again, you've lost – you know, some pieces. One, one of one of the one of the top players in the country, and a guy who filled a whole lot of holes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Schwelly, You know, three in the lineup, shortstop, closer, like that. That takes three exceptional players at, at each position to do what what he did. So I understand all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but number twenty sounds about right. And gives you some room to wiggle and some room to move. So we'll, I'm okay with twenty. I'm. I'm. We just want to be in the conversation, mm-hmm. right? You want to. You want people to acknowledge that. Listen, you know, uh, they had a great year. They're coming back. They've got a lot of pieces coming back. Um, got some new pieces coming in. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got some talent. They got some talent, and the work's been good. So it's fun to watch. Jordan says this on the text: "The Husker baseball starts in like twenty four, twenty five days, which is crazy to think. Yeah, February eighteenth. So it's weird how like." <laughs> It turns around quickly. You, it's just weird because like baseball season starts, and you're like, yeah, it's baseball season. Where like you know in the south or or you know southeast, southwest, or you know on the west coast, it's just like, yeah, it's baseball season. It's cool. It's you got the sun out. It's beautiful weather. And then you're in the Midwest, and they're like, it's baseball season. Go shovel the snow off of first base. Yeah, go go down to Texas and play where it, it'll be you know sixty degrees. Yeah, for like a you're on the road for like a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it'll be good for him. Um, then you start playing baseball in Nebraska in March. Who in, does that? In late March. Who though? does that? Late March, though. That's late why March. San Diego State was like, nah. No. <laughs> we're, no. Not, we're not going to Nebraska come out here. in March. Like, what are come you out talking here. about? Like, it's a great excuse to say, okay, I, here's the reason for us to go to San Diego. Like, here's the reason mm-hmm. to go to Southern California. We'll get some games in. You we'll know, get some, you like, know, quality we'll, opponents. You know, we'll go, to, we'll go to Arizona. We'll go to, like. We can't play baseball in Nebraska in March. What are you, crazy? I, I just like just talking about that made me remember how cold it was last year for the opener. I was like, oh, and it's probably going to be the same. Yeah, maybe worse. Who knows? Well, the way the weather's going now, we we're not sure what this weather. Well, we be. are due for a just crazy cold like week. 
It's it happens every time. It's gonna snow in March. It'll you wait. Know, like, it'll you know wait. It's gonna snow it'll in wait. March. It'll wait. And then boom, punches you in the face. It's gonna snow in March. Like, yeah. We know maybe April. First pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Start snowing. Yeah, we know that it is. Uh, again, uh, congratulations to Husker baseball. Uh, we're working on a Husker softball show. We're working on that. Okay. Uh, looks pretty good. I think we got some targets in mind. Uh, Husker volleyball show. We're working on that. Uh, again, we'll premiere a conversation with, um, it's pretty interesting, right? That, that, that I'm finding out that more roads lead to Lincoln, Nebraska than, than, than I previous given credit. So there are several Huskers who are either from Northern Virginia, where I'm from, or the Woodlands, where I just came from. Mm-hmm. There are several athletes. There is a ton of athletes. So in those conversations of like, okay, I know your coaches, I know your community, I know that space. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Amara Smith, uh, Spates is from Northern Virginia and she's on, uh, the bowling, the national champion bowling, bowling team. And Multi-time. I, national and I champion. know, I know her people. So she will come in as a young lady. Uh, she's bringing a company with her. Of course, we've got talking tens with Michaela. And uh, Kenzie and Kenzie was just accepted to 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 a pretty good uh, medical school situation, so good for her. Um, a chance for them to bounce back. They had their meet canceled um, last week uh, due to the opponent having COVID issues. Uh, of course, we have Ashley Scoggin tomorrow night before they uh, they go do their thing on Thursday. Um, last week, the conversation with her and her mom, if you haven't gone on the website or gone to the podcast and go check out Ashley's inter, uh, segment show with her mother, her mother is a former college basketball player coach. And the conversation was fantastic. Um, if you haven't heard the talking tense from last week, you're talking about, uh, listening to, to, to young people break down how they get through the disappointment of performance and how it weighs on them and how they get through it and uh, it's pretty cool um the deep end uh with reagan hens and and aubrey coffee they were i mean talking about that one's a swimmer one's a a diver and the difference so imagine a swimmer they're just swimming i believe the number was 17 miles of practice nope Nope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I don't want to walk seventeen miles. Right, right. But they were talking about right, and the fact that you know, a hundred dives a practice. I just went, like, yeah, like these, these are exceptional young people. Um, of course, up the middle that last week scares me. Up, yeah, like I couldn't do it. They require, I just couldn't do it. Um, up the middle, which would be tomorrow at six. With Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews again, again with news that they're preseason ranked number twenty. Um, look, these are good folks. Mm-hmm. These are good kids. So if you get a chance to tune in uh, weeknight, or you can jump on the website, or you can jump on the podcast and hear their conversations. There's some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, up next at eleven, I do want to give a heads up. Uh, Rashawn's put together quite the week uh, of shows on the Captain Show. Uh, from 11 to 2. Uh, today, Corey Dixon. Corey Dixon will join him. And Aaron Taylor will join him as well for Pipeline Pancakes. Uh, Every time he says that, I get hungry and I immediately want pancakes. Yeah, uh, it's good. We can work on that. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm mad I missed with Muchachos this week. I haven't had their their Hatchmat 
quesadilla. quesadilla. It looks had, delicious. I haven't had it yet. And Nick, but, if you're listening, I mean, you know. But I wanted I wanted the breakfast today. Like he does breakfast. I, I haven't had their breakfast yet. I have never had breakfast from there because I never want to go downtown on my way to work. Right, right. Like <laughs> at eight o'clock. Right, like it's a thing. Uh, then tomorrow, the old defensive coordinator Charlie McBride Ooh. will be on with uh, Rashawn, and then every Tuesday, Adam Carricker joins uh, the Captain Show. Uh, Wednesday, Aaron Davis, Riley Washington. Thursday, Reggie Ball, uh, and then Friday, Abdul Muhammad uh, will join uh, Rashawn on those shows. So it's a nice week. And then Wednesday night, the teammates mentoring hour from six to seven. Des Moines Adams will join us, mm-hmm. and some other coach, guy, the coach Tom Osborne will be in studio on wednesday as well so we'll get you through it'll be a great week uh two post game shows on thursday to get you through uh it's going to be a busy week here on 937 ticket i think we put together a pretty good lineup for you um a lot of names on that board that's that's you know that's a lot of work and that's not even to mention that you know you've got husker hall of famer jay foreman and husker hall of famer eric strickland on every day and uh they've done a pretty good job uh, Bach and Strick have put together. Oh, they they had the record for Strick's shootout on the board. Uh, I don't know if they moved it over. I don't know what I it guess is. The when I was over. listening, he was on like a two game losing streak. Yeah, just, we'll see what they're doing. We'll see what they're doing. There's always I just want to know Strick's record. Yeah, don't hide it. I don't know it. Don't hide it. I don't know. It. There's no reason. I want to cheer that. you on. Yeah, we'll support him. We will support him. So through all of what went on this week. Um, Especially on on the on the weekend with with the NFL, I was trying to wrap my brain around why people are having such a difficult time with the overtime rule. Right, like I I I'm trying to understand this. We know the rules. Mm-hmm. Why is it that people feel like the rules don't apply to them? Because they want what they want. And whatever happens to anybody else, they don't care. Which me and my wife had this what's conversation. The word? What's what's in there? Defin- not that in that the definition of something? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I, I don't know. No, the rules are in play. The yeah. rules apply to everybody, and everybody knows the rules. Yeah. So no matter where we are, whether it's in athletics or as a society or in friendships, relationships, we know the rules. Mm-hmm. We know the rules. We know what is what is accepted. And what is supposed to happen. Right. We're pretty good about telling other people what the rules are, but when oh, it comes, it comes to I don't follow it. Yeah, when it when when it applies to something that that, that is simple for, for folks to deal with. Look, everybody knew the rules. Every team this weekend, I mean, Buffalo had every chance to win that game on their own. Mm-hmm. Every chance. There you you had so many opportunities before overtime to end that game. And you didn't. It's the reason why the rules have been set is because they don't want six overtime football games. They don't want seventy two seventy four like LSU Texas A&M they, because they, they want, want. They've emphasized this because of player safety, which is what they were getting torn up about for so many years. Is oh, you don't care about your players. You don't care about your players. So the overtime rule, they're like, all right. It before people were upset. Uh, before it was if ball. you go down, you kick a field goal. It's over. And people are like, oh, that's dumb because you get in field goal range and then, you know, they stop trying and they kick a field goal, whatever. So, like, okay, fine. If you kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance. 
Uh, if you score a touchdown, it's over because, you know, you let them drive the field and score. And people are like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. And then when it happens in a game as compelling as this one, people, oh, why? you got to give them a chance to get the ball. Be like, what? Stop him. Then you had a chance to get the ball. You know what it takes for you to get off the field. Yeah. Everybody knows what, the, what, what it takes to get off the field. We're talking about a game. Uh, I can't even read that text. It's, it's so... Uh, Scott says this sometimes the rules aren't great I agree we know the rules and it's futile to complain about that game but why is the problem for fans to say these rules need to be reviewed and it could make the game better the rules in sports because now we're going to change the size of the baseball we're going to take the laces off the football we're going to make the the, the basketball oblong ooh (laughs) Ooh, <laughs> dribbling would be weird. <laughs> we know the rules going into the games we play. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about games. I'm not talking about societal rules and laws. I'm talking about rules of a, of a game. Yeah. And for the sake of that game yesterday, everybody involved knew the rules of that game yesterday. Now, if you want to go and say, okay, both teams get the ball, and then it becomes – it's not – because remember – I'm old enough to remember sudden death overtime. I'm also old enough to remember that they wanted to play the full 15 minutes because mm-hmm. they didn't feel like they didn't want it to come just like with hockey. They don't want it to come out, come down to a shootout because yeah. it says it takes away the essence of the game. You're getting to specialists rather than that. Right, But Simple. it comes down to player safety. Like They can't just have you – playing an entire entire fifth quarter I'm, or going back and forth because neither one of those – both of those defenses were garbage towards the end of the game. They were tired. They weren't stopping anybody. The offenses had them figured out. So it was just going to keep going back and forth. Somebody was going to take an unnecessary hit, and something was going to happen where people were going to say, well, why didn't they just end the game at this point? Because that's exactly what happens every single time is you keep it going, somebody gets hurt, and all of a sudden – it's it's the NFL's well, it's the problem because they kept it going. It's rules, the same thing with UFC about how. Oh, how you should have called it. Done. Obviously, he uh, was knocked out. No, it, it it here's the thing. I'm old enough to, to and and for you folks who are old enough, you remember the Chargers Dolphins overtime game. You remember uh, the Dolphins Chiefs overtime games. Um, my high school has uh, there's a guy who's who's a superstar, and he became one of my mentors. Uh, his name was Eric Sievers. And Eric Sievers played tight end for those charges. So you'll remember the picture, the infamous picture in the video of Kellen Winslow Sr. being carted off the field by two teammates. Eric Sievers was one of those guys. And they said they never wanted to go through that because the game affected the careers of people beyond that game. Mm -hmm. It was too much. It was too much. Um, And then TV has something to do with it because – you're talking about primetime national te- television where those those networks have other obligations and things that they want to focus on. Mm-hmm. People forget uh, the Heidi game where the Raiders, I believe it was the Raiders and Chiefs were playing. and uh, or No, the Jets. It was the Jets and Raiders. And the game looked like it was over, so they cut to Heidi, which was the NBC, the national TV movie that was going to happen <laughs> at 7 o'clock immediately after the game. NBC flipped it to Heidi. They missed one of the great comebacks to ever happen. So the network's like, okay, they got bombarded by by calls and otherwise. 
And folks say, okay, listen, we need rules for these things. And over the course of the duration of leagues, they make these rules based, based on their agreements, their partnerships, and then what's best for the talent on the field. Mm-hmm. Same thing for basketball. That they, 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 How do we want this thing to, to, to go? Um, especially when it gets in baseball with extra innings. Baseball, this is how they go in, and now you have a runner. You start the 10th inning with a runner on second base mm-hmm. because when they did Don't it – Don't think I read just, of that one. Well, but here's the thing. Because when they just played until the next team scored, you know, and somebody gained advantage after a full inning, there, there were 20-inning ball games. What was that? The Mets and St. Louis, right? 20-inning ball game. Where right? it went until like 3 in the morning? The, 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 yeah, like it's, here's the thing. You can go through and say, in the offseason, let's revisit. But as far as that game, nobody can complain about that game because that was the those were the rules. Those are the rules which that game was played by. Mm-hmm. Next year, everybody will have a say-so. They'll talk about it. The rules committee will get together, and they'll try to figure out what's the best way to finish football games. Some people will agree. Some won't. But I as mean, for that game yesterday, that's exactly how it was supposed to end. I mean, what would you – would you change it to the college overtime rule where you just start on the – what is it? The Put it on the 25-30. You know, yard line. And, and you just have them keep going back and forth, back and forth until somebody misses or whatever. Like, you saw <laughs> Illinois and Penn State. That was It's just over and over and over. And it doesn't it's not good football. No, it's not the essence of the game. And so it doesn't honor the essence of the game. Somebody's going to get hurt. Right? Like it's just Because you know as a defender, you know if this person scores, it's over. You're putting your you, you're your fundamentals go from 100 are, plays to 140 plays. Your fundamentals go out the window at that point cuz you're like I need to either stop him or knock the ball out of his hands and people are going to go for big hits and that's how people get hurt. I'll say this. Somebody says the game was decided by coin flip. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The game was decided in the final 13 seconds. It was was decided in the final two minutes. It was decided in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. It was decided in overtime when you made coaching decisions that put your team under duress and put them in bad situations. It was decided in overtime when your players didn't make plays. See, one team made plays in overtime. The other team didn't. Right? So whatever group's on the field, whether it's special teams, kickers, returners otherwise block kicks all the, those those things decide the game the bills had every chance to win the game they had, they 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 had a lead with 13 seconds left and a full field they failed they failed <laughs> they failed like that's like you, so many they yards failed. like in uh, 13 the rules seconds. Are, like, it's, it's crazy it's crazy so anyway we'll throw a break we'll close out one-on-one and we'll bring in Rashawn jackson when we come back Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.